You are listening to SelfDiscoveryRadio.com with an orchard of wisdom just ready for your picking, filled with illuminating, inspiring stories. Do check out the community and the discovery stores. We are here for you. Our next show is... Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another show of Igniting Your Heart and Soul. Stepping into spirit, stepping into being. This is what this show is all about today. Doing, practicing it, or being it. The spiritual crossroad. I'm your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest today is Estes. We're going to dive right into how you be the spiritual path, how you step into your presence, how you take charge and create a game uh, of how to get something done, how to live uh, your life, how to create that money that you want. And you know what? Money is a tool. Remember that. It is not something we worship. It's not something that dictates or gives us any value. It is purely a tool. However, the bigger the tool, the more we have, the more we can actually generate uh, that beingness and that sharingness and that contribution to the rest of um, the humanity. So we're going to explore all of these questions today of actually how you can be in every aspect of your life, be it business, be it your personal life, be in every aspect of your life, because that is what it's all about. So Estes, uh, please go down and read all the things that she's done, she, that she's doing, and she's been doing this for a long time. She is not a doing person. She's a being person that has done and <laughs> continues to do with her being. So um, Estes, wonderful having you here today. Thank you very much. And I don't like to bring technical things into this, but can you see me okay? Yes, I can see you very well. And your hubby's arm. Oh, okay, great. <laughs> Hi. Uh, okay, <laughs> that's terrific. Hi. So I've, I have, I'm just having difficulty seeing you now, but I'm just going to go with, uh, with speaking to you and we'll go from there. Yes, well, so, your, your well, face is way prettier, so it doesn't matter if mine doesn't come up. It's showing me here, but... Oh, no, yeah, no, no, no. And it's not... <laughs> okay, so I, I apologize for that. I was just having a little technical thing as we were speaking about before we started. The technical things are a part of life. Mm -hmm. And when we talk about being and we talk about doing, it really becomes an interesting experience because what happens is we have things that come up like little things like technology and we just rush into doing. And if we take a moment and we just... Mm -hmm. be for a moment we take that breath and we settle down into ourselves and what happens is something else occurs and so in as a perfect example of this is when I just took a breath and I looked at my computer screen I could see that oh there was this other thing just popped up and all I had to do is get that little button and things were okay so it's a it's an interesting thing because many people will ask me you know am I just supposed to sit around and ohm all day <laughs> and is that what you're talking about with your being or is am I just supposed to go you know out there and go for the money and go for the gold and go for the accomplishments and all mm -hmm. of that and and where do I have the two worlds match or meet yeah. or yes. integrate 
And that's really the, the question that I receive a lot and you and I have spoken about it. So that is something that I think throughout this show here today that we can really discuss in greater depth. So you tell me, where would you like me to start? Oh, gosh, well, I start at the very beginning. But where <laughs> is the beginning, right? You know, the Big Bang. Um, you know, I think the beginning for us is when we actually wake up to the fact that we're not just doing life, that we are, you know, participant in life. Life is happening to us. We are happening to life. And that that person gets the kiss on the brow, the tap on the shoulder, or the cosmic two by four into realizing, hang on, there is more to this. And life is living from the inside out. It's connecting to source, to that divine energy. I am more than just a humanoid going through life. And they start stepping into awareness, that awakening. And you know, these shows, especially here on Self-Discovery Radio, is very, very much about the people that are waking up. They're stepping into that consciousness. The sensory is going on, but they're not quite sure what they are or how to understand them. Because quintessentially what they're becoming is being. They're stepping into their beingness, their presenceness, but it's confusing because the old head and the ego wants to get in and dictate what they should be. So maybe let us address the allowing allowing ourselves to just be allowing is such a powerful word mm -hmm. and it is such a, a powerful action and it, because it does appear to be an action although it's so closely related to being and there is a definite differentiation so when you are allowing what occurs is that something comes across your your plate your life and instead of going that can't happen that's not okay with me and we go into automatic resistance what we do is you you find a, a key that works for you for me it's the breath because the breath is life yes. so I just take a deep breath and I allow what's there right then but what we do characteristically because we are uh, forgive this term if it's offensive to anyone, but I call it recycled ignorance. What we have, <laughs> we have all these programs running. And where did mm -hmm. these programs come from? They came from our mothers and our fathers and the, the sociality of life and, and the internet for people today and all of those things. And so when we come in as blank slates, if you will, we are things are just happening. You said it beautifully a few moments ago because you said that life is just happening. Well, and we are just happening in life. So the truth is there's no separation between the two, but it seems like that yes. because of where it is that we come from. So one of the things that I do in retreats is I have this little wiffle ball, and if I'd thought of it, I would have brought here to uh, example since we're on video, but a wiffle ball, most of you know, is a is a ball that has a lot of little holes in it. Mm -hmm. And so here we are in the center of this wiffle ball. And all these little places where we can look through is our decision to be perceptively decisive about what it is that we are seeing and what angle we're seeing at it. So if I'm in the center of a wiffle ball and I look out over here, then I'm going to see something that appears to be that perception. And if I look at it over here, then I'm seeing what's happening from that angle. The angles are all different, but I'm still here in core. Yeah. 
Yes. I still am all of these things that are out there going around, and I am the one who is seeing it and perceiving it by my own decisive decisions, and those decisions come from all of the programming that we have from depending upon how far back you want to go, you know, other lifetimes and DNA and, mm -hmm. and then this lifetime. So when we have all of those making a very big impact on us, we don't know how to allow because we are in rote. We're reactive. Yes. We don't respond. We react in life. So yep. allowing is interrupting that energy, taking a breath, or for some people it's counting to 10 or five to one or whatever it may be, and just stop for a moment. Mm -hmm. And when you stop for a moment, then you can reassess, for lack of a better term, yeah. what it is that's there. And when you become really committed to this, for lack of a better term, what happens is that you become the observer of what's going on. Yeah. When you become the observer, you are now allowing whatever to occur, occur. And simultaneously, you're observing. So what's happening is you are now at the source point of inside the wiffle ball, if you will. And you're watching yourself look through all of the different perspectives. And you get to decide, gosh, which one do I really want to put my energy on? Mm -hmm. So the first step in that allowing process for me and from where it is that I come from is to observe it. And take a breath with it, or take a breath with it, observe it, and then allow myself to make a decision about what way do I want to put this together. Happy, sad, mad, glad, yeah. reactive, contemplative, it's up to me. It's, it's take a pause, isn't it? You know, we've, we've um, I say this so often as, as observing the other day when I was at the bus stop, all these cars whizzing by, and I thought, are they going faster than they used to revise, slow down? You know, because I think I've slowed down to a point where I'm more observant of what's going on around me, where, you know, we have as a humanity, everything is about being faster, getting there faster, you know, uh, Zoom, forgetting about all the signs that are around us. And when we actually go through life being present and being aware of what's around us, we realize in that perception coming from the core that you know, that looks like this, but this looks like that, and that's over there. And then when you put them together, ah, they create a different picture. But we've taken the time to observe yes. and to see how everything is placed. And from there, we can see a little more clarity. If we're rushing everywhere, well, what's the, what's the picture? What's the decision? What's this? What's that? How can you do anything or achieve anything in that speed? You're whizzing by everything mm -hmm. that's answering you. So pausing taking a breath and allowing things to come to you you'll be surprised if just looking at a tree suddenly you have an epiphany that's an answer to something that you didn't even know you had asked the question exactly. to yet <laughs> that that is so so astute and it's very very accurate because these what I was calling the recycled ignorance or the yes. programs that are running. Yeah. And, and, and ignorance for me is not a negative word. It means an innocence. Yes. It means that we don't know what we, we don't know. know. Exactly. It's just being asleep. Yeah. And when we recognize that, the minute that we recognize that we've been asleep, we're more awake. Yeah. And so when we live in the life that we do, which is 
so fast, as you were saying. I mean, if you turn on a CNN station, the CNN station, you will see I'm, I'm dumbfounded by all of the ticker tapes and all this stuff and gold is here and this stock is here and this person's speaking here and up here in the corner is somebody else talking about something else or there's an ad and then those little pop-up ads come in the middle of your your whatever you happen to see on television. It's like, oh my gosh. And we, we have become so, so addicted mm -hmm. to speed and reactivity that we don't stop and look at the tree yep. smell the flowers as they say yep. so it, it because we're afraid because there's a very deep core mm, there, there's a core concept there's a core belief system that says that there's not enough and I have to hurry and I have to do yeah. everything and I have to do everything perfectly by the way and I've got to get this to be this way and this to be this way so in our fear we become more controlling simultaneously yeah. we become more reactive and less present so when we are not being in the moment we are being reactive or we are being in a place where we are unconscious and when we're unconscious we are not going to have the joy we will not be able to do anything except go with the flow of fear yeah. rather than the flow of beingness which is allowing as you said earlier it's it's about allowing and stepping back and it's amazing how many things are available for us but we don't even see them no because we, we're so ensconced with right oh my god yes well it's rather like the blinkers on the horse isn't it they put them yes. because they don't want the horses to be scared by what's around them that they just look forward just the you know got to mm -hmm. get to the end of that road and we've kind of put those blinkers there ourselves it's all yes. about the end game it's all about the end goal well if you're not paying attention to the things happening along the way that goal is going to be very different what are you really achieving you know, it is that peripheral vision everything that's going on around you that would dictate how you're going to react to it uh, what you're going to take from it what you're going to take with you on your journey and if you're so busy just going linear and forward and not paying attention to anything you're missing out on all the tools and the knowledge that you can learn along the way Oh, it is, is, is that is very very accurate and we've heard it for eons slow <laughs> down be in the yes. moment be present all of those things our world has not been real supportive of that because no. we're not in the forest in the cabin anymore no. we are we we have now so many distractions that it becomes more challenging back of a better term yeah and multitasking has been a way of life and I love your puppy. I would have brought mine in had I known we could have. <laughs> I have one who's, I, in fact, he has his very own chair over there and he sits there with me all day when they, they I'm love doing it when I'm they, doing. When you do an interview, right? Because they're tapping into the energy, you know? Exactly. The, you exactly. It, yes. <laughs> when I left him at the door, he said, Mom. And I said, Honey, I guess we're going to do that for now. So at any rate, when we are, when we're caught in life, Yes, because we're not in the forest anymore and because right. we are so distracted by so many things we lose our center yes and when we lose our center that's when we go into the doing and we're living in the doing mode and the doing mode it, it's not an effective or a joyful place to be well you never get anything done because you're so busy doing 
you're never satisfied with what you've done because That's you're true. not in the presence of being, you know, <laughs> or receiving because everything is like, well, I did this and I did that, but how come I still feel empty? Right? Yes. How many people say that? I feel empty. You know, I went and got the, the college degree. I went and got the, the six-figure corporate job. You know, I have the house with the 2.5 kids and the, the expensive car and then this and that. You know, I wear the Armani suits, but how come I'm still empty? Mm -hmm. Because everything is exterior and nothing is interior because it, I call it living up to society's expectation. And, but who placed that expectation on us? Who? Right. <laughs> and, <Not us. laughs> uh, we, and, and unconsciously we have contributed to that Yes, because we play the game and anything yeah. we put a lot of energy on, as we all know, is going to grow. And boy, has it grown yeah. because that's where, that's where we're all, or that's where most people are living. The people that are listening to the show and that are really committed to being yeah. more aware and more awake and people like you are, that are helping support people in waking up, then that's what it is yeah. that they have the opportunity to really perceive and, and look at things and make that change, interrupt the energy yes. of unconsciousness or the doing cycle. When uh, years ago, for many, many years, I would literally take anywhere from two to 10 days and just go and be in the woods mm -hmm. and just interrupt that cycle. Now, admittedly, I haven't done that for a while, but I do retreats where sometimes we, not ever retreats like this, but we'll be in silence for three to 10 days. Mm -hmm. And we, we go into much deeper perspective places. And because of that, it's a renewal not only for me, but for everyone there. And suddenly it's like, wow, I didn't know I could feel that. I didn't know yeah. I had that information that was available to me. I, can hear I didn't know my body was saying this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hello. I've been knocking at your door for so long, but you couldn't hear me. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's, that's really true. I, I, when I was uh, younger, I had a, a, a postcard and I was like, 20 or something and the postcard said i keep calling god I i'm calling god but i keep getting a busy signal <laughs> well the truth is that god our our own source point yes. or our god whatever yes. your word is your spirit is calling you yeah. and it keeps getting the busy yes. signal yeah i mean yeah this is the thing is um you know you you talk about retreats and going into the woods and switching off uh, let's understand this nature isn't just a question of i'm removing myself you know nature is where you connect to self because nature is already connected all of the trees have a matrix where they're connected to one another you know the the water runs deep underneath mm -hmm. the ground that we don't even see that's connected to one another there is a flow of life going on in nature all the time that is very pure and very energetic and when you step into nature you're stepping into that energy and that flow and it just changes our frequency and changes our flow of energy into a way that then becomes more productive because you are more aware and you're more aware of yourself from the inside out and how you can connect to life. And when we bring that back into the mainstream, yes, we do slow down. We do things more aware. We allow more things to happen to us um, and we create things happening to us by that energy projection that we put out there. A lot of people think that if you're stepping into that 
that nature or that retreat or that switching off that you're not being productive. I say we become more productive when we step into that energy than we do just chasing our tails around, trying to get somewhere. Right. I, I agree with you completely. And, and ultimately, we reach a place where we don't necessarily have to go into the woods for 10 days right. because we are here inside in a connected place. We are, yes. we are feeling and being the matrix and the flow of life yeah. occurring in a way that we, I mean, it doesn't mean that when we go to retreats and we go to the woods or whatever we do, that it, it doesn't mean that that is not an even greater deepening yeah. that occurs, but I want to make up. it clear. Yeah. I just want to, I want to make it clear that that's, it's not like, okay, I'm hopefully you won't offend anybody who's very religious, but it's like the person that goes to church every Sunday and then goes out and does whatever they do during the week that might be against what it is that their church is saying. And, but they go back and they pray on Sunday. Yeah. That's, that's not what we're yeah. talking yeah. about. We're talking yeah. about, being who you really are, a pure, open-hearted light of love, the flow of energy. God is uninterrupted movement. So it's not that we're going to not be in a state of movement. It's a matter of having the awareness while you are in that movement that everything becomes the expression of source coming through you. And that way, the beingness takes, it, it moves from sitting there in the oming thing or whatever, yes. to a place where it is that no matter what you're doing, that is the beingness. Yeah. Of life, and you, of you are of the beingness. You, you don't switch your beingness off on Sunday after church. You are in your beingness all the time. You are exactly. present in your life in the divine soulful mm -hmm. energy, whatever you wish to call it. You are connected to that energy, and that yes. is what creates you in being who you are. And it's not something that is, um, you know, Monday to Friday. You're doing one thing, Saturday you're partying, hungover, go to church on Sunday, and hallelujah, I'm, you know, now <laughs> saved. You know, it's, um, it is a question of stepping into that consciousness and being that consciousness all the time. And you don't need the Sunday. I mean, it's nice if you go for the, for the love and the camaraderie and the support of one another. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful if you can find that church that celebrates you and your connection that we don't need to go to church to be connected to source of God. God is within us. We are yeah. part of God. That connection is inside. And when we tap into that and become part of that and let our resonance shine, you know, now we are that particle of God that then resonates and dominates our, our domino, our dominoes out, ripples out to other people. Absolutely. And when we are, Actually, I have people ask me all the time, well, how do you do that? Because I'm focusing on this and I'm not thinking about God. Well, when you start to recognize that you are God mm -hmm. expressing, then suddenly you bring yourself to a state of presence. And that presence is to notice what you're feeling. Yeah. Pay attention to what you're doing in this very moment, right. what you're feeling, what you're experiencing. Be in your body. That's a good start. <laughs> Most yes. people aren't even in their bodies. Right. So if we if we really pay 
great attention to all of the experiences and details, if you will, of whatever it is that we're focusing on, then it allows you to be in a present state, but it doesn't mean that you're sitting there praying every minute because right. praying is almost like a separation anyway. Yes. Because then you're praying out there rather than being in here. Yeah. So yeah. it's being present in here that is going to allow you to really experience the flow and the beingness of life. Right. That's where you have to step in to find out what is your meditation. You know, literally for some people, it's the cross legs and the hamaha and others mm -hmm. maybe through yoga or maybe through walks. You know, you've got to find out where is your, your silence and your connectivity. You know, it's kind of going and recharging that that energetic battery, isn't it? Recentering, yeah. opening up those chakras, opening up that, that beautiful divine channel and channeling down that energy so that it can take you forth into what you need to do while you're being. But, it, you know, it's not a, a one, one uh, meditation fits all. We have to find what fits us. And, um, but most of all, it's got to be somewhere where you, you can be at home in the silence. Mm -hmm. And at home in the aloneness, because that's really where, where it really speaks to you, isn't it? It absolutely is. It's, it's, the truth is people think they want to be happy. What they want is peace. Yeah. People from, from my experience anyway, when I really work with them, then I really get them to recognize that it's not more money they want. Mm -hmm. It's not the more successful life. It's not that their children stop doing drugs or, and it's not that they don't want those things. Right. But if those things occur, then what happens inside of them? They feel more peaceful. Yeah. And so when we start to recognize that that peace has to, usually has to come first, then what's happening out there is okay. In spite yeah. of what our, our ego minds, or our personalities minds might say, say, no, that will never be okay with me. Well, what if it was? I, I, I use what if questions all the time. Yeah. What if I saw this differently right now? Yeah. What if it was true that I could be at peace regardless of what was happening in the world? What if I was the eye of the hurricane right now? <laughs> And, and when we start to bring it all back in here and we go back into the wiffle ball and, uh, or the periscope where we're looking out, then we start to realize that we have a lot more control, for lack of a better term, over our lives by recognizing not so much that things aren't going to happen. There's going to be earth changes. There's yes. going to be society <laughs> doing its dance in yes. politics and every other way. It's just life happening. Yeah. How and, do you want to be in life? Yeah. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, I know of a, a, a very powerful guru kind of guy, teacher in, uh, by the way, I'm relatively irreverent when it comes to spiritual stuff. So please forgive me because I don't put people on pedestals or right, yes. anyone. So right. it doesn't mean I don't have great respect and right. love and all of that. But yes. I, that's just, I better make my disclaimer when I say this guru guy. Mm -hmm. um, he's, he's very, very, uh, he has millions of followers in India. And he made this uh, amazing temple. And, and 
I don't even know how much money was spent and gathered to to do this for all of these people. And and people would think, oh, you know, he's he's the perfect life. He's totally awake and completely liberated and all of these things. And so he opened this this temple, had this big opening. And what occurred is that there were there were millions of people that were waiting to get into this amazing place, and in doing so, they trampled each other, and people died. Oh my God! I mean, many people died, and so, and then people go, well, then he must not be a great guru or something because something happened. No, life is about the experience; it's happening. We don't, we don't need to sit here and judge or feel guilty if certain things occur in our lives, but rather, from my viewpoint, the, the place that you're going to find the greatest sense of peace and connection is by allowing life to be, live in a non-resistive place, and check on how you are perceiving what's going on, because when you recognize that there's no separation in God, God is happy, sad, yeah. mad, glad, good, bad, right, wrong. We live in a polarity-based society. So yes. based on that, we have to have all these things happening right. to everyone. So what is that? What is that empowerment for us? It's about deciding how we're going to be with that. Right. Yes. I mean, you know, we we have to understand that it's not about power. It is about empowerment. Yes. Um, you know, we we seem to worship people of power. You know, that's a powerful person. Oh, you know, it must be godlike. And it's you no, know, the people that are truly powerful are those that empower others to be powerful in their own lives. And yes. it's, um, it's about you stepping in. It's about your accountability of your own choices, your own life. The people that trample the other people, for whatever reason, they did that. That choice, that hysteria, that, that decision making, mm -hmm. you know, instead of an orderly fashion, right? It's like, I need to get in there because I want this person to inspire, to fix me to this or that, and I don't care who I trample on to get there. Right. We use that terminology a lot, but this was absolutely literal. And we actually have to understand that we actually gain so much more when we enable and give other people along mm -hmm. the way. Giving is a beautiful way of receiving. Now, you don't give to yourself, well, what are you going to give back? You give from your heart and from your soul. What you get back in your spirit is so much more, so much more. When you can see how you've had an effect on somebody else's life in an improvement in any way whatsoever, that source, that food feeds you back so much more. And it's such a wonderful feeling to know that you have actually stepped out of just self and given yourself to others to enable them. We're now raising that vibration. We're raising that frequency. The more people that step into their own empowerment, their own love, their own being, the more we actually raise the frequency of the planet. And we know at the present moment, the frequency of the planet is very, very <laughs> static and very out of balance. And this is our invitation to humanity right now. You stepping into your being, becoming part of a society where you contribute your beautiful gift, your love, your life, we now create a society that steps up into a higher vibration of loving and caring for one another. And now we actually start to see some harmony and balance. That doesn't mean there still won't be wars or there won't be um, hurricanes or there won't be this and that. But it does mean as a humanity, we will step up to support one another through it better than rather throwing people under the bus, which is what we're doing a lot of right now. 
I know I've seen some with some of the events that have gone on that have appeared to be horrific with different shootings and all these things. Mm-hmm. The gift that has come out of that, and I've just yes. been really observing because I consider myself like a macro thinker. I'm a visionary, and I wa- I'm watching how the world yes. is going through its process. And some of the greatest gifts are people are now joined together. Look at the kids mm-hmm. that are now yeah. they ha- they have a mission. I think that yeah. this is so exciting because yes. even though it was not so much fun what occurred to have them get together these kids are thinking about a different kind of thing than perhaps doing drugs or getting drunk yes. on the weekend or finding a way to you know do whatever because they're they're becoming very passionate and they're taking a step within themselves of empowerment to really help the world be a, a, a place that is feels safe and and more loving to live in and i i see tremendous gift from so many of these things even though they appear to be horrific there's always because a balance always a balance you know you know my song last year was andrea day's rise up and it's you know for as humanity to rise up to come together and it always seems that we rise up when when we as a humanity or as a nation take a look at some wrongdoing and say, we will not stand for this anymore. We're going to stand together, not with pitchforks, but arm in arm together to raise our vibration and say, this is unacceptable. And it's only when we come together in peace, but with a firm voice that we actually can shift the changes that are necessary. I am ecstatic at seeing these kids step up and say, this is my life you're talking Mm -hmm. about. One senator was talking about, um, well, no, we should just teach the kids how to do CPR. You know, and as the one kid pointed out saying, when you've got an AK-15 shot you in the head, there is no CPR needed, you're dead. You know, wow. and then of course the other thing, let's arm the teachers. So you think weapons against weapons are the answers? How about remove the weapons? Guess what? No <laughs> shootings. Oh. <laughs> but we have to start placing value on humanity, not the green property. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good word. <laughs> that is a, a very true statement. So when we start looking at things from this bigger viewpoint, then we start to see the gift because many people right now, because of the things that are going on, are only looking at the horrific parts of it Yes. rather than seeing the other part and the perfect scheme. How could anyone think that God, Spirit, Universe, whatever the, you know, mm-hmm. each person's word is, could m- mess up. How could it not be in a state of yeah. perfection, which I don't even believe in the word because that implies that if it's not perfect, if it's perfect, then it's not perfect. Right. Instead of just saying the world is as it is. Yes. And rising our, our vibration, rising our ability to see and to wake up is going to help everyone else on the planet yeah. do the same thing. It's like, I, I, I often think of this mother hen that has her wings out mm-hmm. and she brings her chicks in, you know, it's like there's a door open for people to come into that frequency and see differently. And the higher your frequency is, the more capable you are, the more natural it is for you to see things from a viewpoint that shows you everything 
rather yes. than just, oh my God, this isn't right. And I, you know, I have to fight it because we then create more struggle. And the more we're struggling, Friction. the more we're just creating more yeah. of that. Yeah. And you know, I don't, there's a wonderful movie a few years ago called The Inside Out, an animated movie about a little girl going through emotions. And a lot of people think, well, when you step into divine presence, you're in, ah, all the time the world is beautiful. I wish you love. And no, folks, that's not reality. You are entitled to get mad. You're entitled to get angry. You're entitled to feel hurt or sad. The whole thing is these emotions is tap into your emotions, but don't become emotional. Don't get stuck in one emotion that now, you know, I call it the CNN effect. It takes a pimple and makes it into a volcanic eruption, <laughs> right? So it's those emotions are there for a reason. If you're feeling sad, why? You know, why? What's making you sad? If you're angry, well, what are you going to do about it? It's not punching somebody in the face because you're angry. Something stirred something up in you. What can you do to resolve it? in a peaceful manner. It's an invitation. And sometimes emotions are just purely there to be spent. Spend the emotion, take the cleansing breath, and then move on. But people who get stuck in anger or get stuck in pain or get stuck in trauma, you know, becomes the victimization mode. And we know that if you stay in, in the victimization mode, there is no moving forward. At some point, you have to decide to stop being the victim. That is so very true. And when we get ourselves in a place where we are feeling victimized, then we are not holding a vibration that's supportive, no. not only for ourselves, but for the rest of the world as well. And yep. emotions are a part of life. And many people... And, uh, and I know that the law of attraction and all of that kind of teaching, and it's not that I don't think that there's absolute validity there. On the other hand, people become guilty because they, God, I'm really angry or I'm, I'm really emotional and that whatever it is that comes up, then they feel, yeah. how come I drew that to me? I must not be a good person. I'm right. never going to get away. I'm never right. going to do this right. <laughs> yeah. and, and so what, what I, <laughs> what? yes, that's right. <laughs> the I used to set this, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what I, uh, what I've found is that that there's certain things, there, there's lots of different processes that people can do to when they, when they have emotions. I mean, there's so many different perspectives. One is that you can look at it like, okay, uh, this is up and you can say, delete this program. Yeah. And just, you know, just delete the program. Another thing, of course, that you can do is to remind yourself that this is a part of life. Oh, this is just part of the games, part of the game called life. Mm -hmm. And the third thing, whether actually I have a whole bunch, but the third thing that I think is actually the most effective, and you, you touched on it a moment ago, and that is to just feel it. Yeah. To just sit and feel it. That means that you do everything you can to stay out of your head. You notice thoughts, they're going to come and go, but just observe them and move into the body and notice what the body is doing. I had an example of this the other day and I, I, I hadn't had this happen for a really long time, but I was standing in front of the bathroom mirror, washing my face or whatever, and I, I felt this wave of terror come through my body sorry and i was like that it got cut off you had a wave off sure i had a wave of terror 
let me put this here, of of like fear go through my body. And I just, I stood there kind of dumbfounded because I've become fairly proficient at being an observer. So I just observed this and it just, I I watched my stomach, I watched my heart flutter. I had all these things kind of go through and it was a shaking thing. Within seconds, it moved right through me Mm -hmm. and it was gone. I have no idea what it was about. I didn't spend any time. Actually, at the time, I didn't even label it. I just noticed it was a feeling. Later, I said, that felt like terror. Mm-hmm. But it, in the moment, just staying with the sensation yes. of it, it just, completely, it just completely dissolved it. And you said it a moment ago when you said you, you spend the energy. Just spend the money by, you know, by being with yes. it. Yes. And when you do that and recognize that, if we go back to the statement that I made earlier, which is that God is all things, since that's a big thing for people, because people are really feeling like they need to do it right. Yeah. Well, there's no wrong in feeling fear. There's no, no wrong in being angry. It's what you do with it Precisely. that can cause you some, some, some repercussions that you may not like. The attitude towards it. Um, I have a show this last week that I wrote on my, on my own uh, channel, Sarah's View of Life. I just take something that's of interest. And, and it's, uh, you know, this whole thing of good and bad this last week I did on is it. Um, if you're spiritual, you know, you only live in the good and you don't feel the bad. And did, or if you're feeling bad, it's, oh, just be positive. Don't be so negative. And it's like, it is what it is, you know. And if I am feeling negative today or I'm feeling sad today or I'm feeling bad today, there's a reason for it. And sometimes it just simply might be you are needing some loving care. Give yourself some nurturing. Wrap those arms around you, mm-hmm. you know, and just make yourself feel good. We have got this whole thing of that spirituality is all about being happy and gay and positive all the time. And it's not a reality. Mm-hmm. It's not a reality. And if we are feeling sad or if we are feeling, you know, mad or a little disconnected now and again, it's an invitation for us to you know, do something for ourselves so we can reconnect. You didn't do anything wrong. You may have just been overdoing it. Or it could even be simply something to do with the alignment of the stars or retrograde. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we've got to understand that the, the moon, as you were saying, the moon's coming up, you feel it in your body. We've got to understand there are these elements all around us that sometimes has an effect on us and we don't know why. Don't get stuck in trying to understand why. Just there you need to step in to do right you need you need to do something for yourself that's going to make you feel good uh, that's a, that's exactly right and the the do begins with being with what's there yes and then once you that you go hmm now what can i do that is going to give me what it is that that message was yeah. so if you're overdoing it like working too many hours or mm-hmm. never taking any play time or not working enough or whatever it may be for someone then take a look at that and say, gosh, am I being compassionate? Am I being loving? Am I really caring about myself? Because if you are not taking care of you, no one else is going to get what it is that you have the ability to to give them, which is an open-hearted, 
compassionate, high vibration, loving experience. And if you aren't that in the moment, then be with yourself with that and let it yeah. move through you and then come back because the natural essence of us is the joy of life. Yes. It, 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 I mean, that's who we are. Right. So we just have all these shellac coverings over right. it that make us <laughs> pretend that we aren't. So scraping yeah. them off one by oh, no, one. No, 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 no. I'm not emotional. Don't worry about me. <laughs> the melodrama. And, and you know, I, my mum was very martyrish. And, of course, you know, I, you, you become, right, what you're around. And my kids would go, Mom, I just asked you, you know, don't go, whatever you want. You know, what do you want? <laughs> you know? And that came from me being, I always had to be a person of service, but I actually became a person of servitude. And it was giving at the sacrifice of myself all the time because I didn't think I was worthy and I didn't have any boundaries. And of course, that was my life journey to, to find my balance and be worthy within myself. And I love being of service, but now I'm only going to be of service to the amount, the energy I can spend without it depleting me. And this is something we need to find in life, isn't it? Our balance. How do we step into our balance? Yes. And it's only by going in and being that you understand what your balance is. And if you cannot do, then simply say it. I'm sorry, at this present moment, I cannot do. Own that is That is such a critical point mm -hmm. because people who, and in my experience, women are more so than men. <laughs> and people that are in the service community, yeah. having been and still in medicine for a long time, you know that that's all about giving and all the caretakers in the world come in many, many flavors. It doesn't really matter whether it's medicine or whatever it is. The bottom line is that we are there giving, giving, giving. And I think as mothers, it becomes even more so, and it might be taking care of our puppies or whatever, but we're caretakers by nature. Yes. And when we do that because of an overflow that's one thing. But when we're doing it, when we're in deficit, that mm. doesn't work well. Because when we don't know our own boundaries, yeah. when we don't know what we need, if we're not listening to our body, if we're not listening to what it is that the universe is supporting us with, then we are going to fall on our knees, hit the wall, yeah. and then people get nothing from us. No. It's the old so, oxygenate yourself. How can you help yes. anyone if you're out of breath? You know, this is the thing. I need to replenish myself. This is a certain amount of energy I need to run this vehicle, to run this psyche, this presence, and whatever energy that I have that doesn't need for that, I will gladly share. I will gladly give you. But uh, we have to actually know what are our limitations. We also have to know what are our triggers. You know, um, a lot of people think that if you are... Um, living in the divine presence and a very spiritual person. Therefore, you should be a healthy person and that you're, all you have to do is the overcome. And it's my um, understanding for doing this for a number of years that an awful lot of very uh, cosmic spiritual people are people that uh, battle a great deal with health and have a lot of health issues. I'm one of them. And, you know, it's, it's always kind of like why, you know, why? And it's mm -hmm. part of it is, limitation of how much energy I can give out because if I give out, I would just give it all away because that's the way I am. So the body reminds her, hello, let's fill this tank first. And I think also the other part of it is, is that when you are such a cosmic being, we're so happy to go back into the universe and forget how to be in our body. And our body reminds us we're here. You've got to come into body. You've got to be both the human 
spiritual being. It's humanoid and being human being is what we're meant to be because this is the gift of this connection of this partnership, isn't it? It absolutely is. I'm so glad you brought that up because that's one of the myths mm -hmm. of spirituality. It's one of the myths that people use guilt yes. so bad on themselves <laughs> because they feel Why like, me? Yeah, and if I was a really good spiritual high vibrating person, I would never have a cold, let alone yes. <laughs> cancer or something yeah. really severe. Yeah. And, and I agree with you. I know many great awakened, liberated masters that have had cancer, diabetes, yeah. all different kinds of things that have occurred. And there's another piece besides the, the things that you mentioned that I feel sometimes occurs, and that is that they are transmuting through their body yeah. the some of the incongruent energies that are not supportive of the planet and their body can take that for as long as it can just yeah. like the animals that they transmute incongruent energies for us and that means that many times they'll end up with illnesses because they took so much of the yeah. weight off of us because of their gift to us and so when that that's another myth that just needs to go out the window yeah. from it's, my it's, viewpoint because it's a little hard if you're an empath though you know because you know <sighs> I, i'm you know i can feel when the world's sad or when i'm around somebody and it's like it's it's sometimes you literally do have to close the doors on people and as you say go into a retreat yourself go into that space of silence and nothingness in order to think because you are picking up those vibrations around you and i think one of the hardest lessons for me to learn is to put that uh, that that barrier around me of i can only take so much Mm -hmm. because it was literally killing me and this is i think is you know some people are afraid to kind of open themselves up into being because you know they suddenly do start getting more sensitive and more in tuned mm -hmm. and then it can, can become oh, you know i can do things and they become scared and or some people tap into uh, energies you know the energy healing and they become putting so much out they don't know how to restrain or balance. Yes. And so this is something that when you do awaken into being and you do discover that there is a particular gift that you have, rejoice in it. It's beautiful. This is your gift that's being given to, to serve humanity. But at the same time, know your balance. Know your boundaries. How much do you put out? How much do you need to, to get back in in order to keep that balance there? Because it really can throw off kilter, can't it? That that is so very true. I'm you and I are very much alike, as you know. You know, I'm also an empath, and I used to tell people I feel everybody's everything. It was yeah, really, really hard. <laughs> it's hard to be in the world when you're like that, honestly. Yes. <laughs> and 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 one of the things that I also had to do is I just like you, I had to just shut myself off. And one of the things that may be going through people's minds is like, well, how do I do that? And maybe you can share what you do. And I'll tell you what I have done in the in the past, especially, which is that you could do this every morning or every night before you go to bed or both or during the day or before you're going to work with a client or whatever is just for me, it's just about closing my eyes and putting my focus in the center of my being and to see that light and let that light expand out all around my body. And I have like a, a 
clear, you know, a, a pure lighted bubble around me, and I make it clear that everything that is loving and kind can go out, and I don't take anything in. So it's a, it's it's a decision making process, for lack yes. of a better term. And then I just uh, I just give it away. The other thing that I do is before I go to any interview, anytime I coach, I do a retreat, or I do anything, even working on the computer, I always take a moment and I've, like I said, I'm a little irreverent. I, I go, okay, you guys take it or God, it's yours or yeah. something, you know, I give Giant it away and that immediately, that's yeah. right. It's, it's like, Jesus, take the wheel, that <laughs> yes. song, you know, it's like, uh, there's, at that point, what you're doing is you're acknowledging the source yes. and and from there you have a much higher level of protection and for for other other times it's just important to just be away let's just not get in the midst of yes. big crowds let's not take on yes. too many people choose whom it is that you work with you don't you have to be a savior you don't have no. to save everyone you don't have to think that just because they're having all these really serious difficult problems that you have to be the one that makes it better for them you may not be energetically aligned to do that it, it, that doesn't mean it's for you just because they come into your life so you have to look inside and see can I handle being around somebody like this and still feel supported and uh and strong yeah and so what do you do or what have you done in the past well you know as a spiritual counselor for most of my life um you know it was always helping people find their balance find you know the soul awakener step into their soul and the heart listen to self step mm -hmm. through the fear and of course you know you especially you know obviously 2012 shifted our whole energy and uh, more people were willing to awaken and the energies were with us but you know back then it was a lot more of people you get them to that point where they're stepping out of the fear and then like a boomerang that go back and it was so much energy and I found that it, you know a lot of my illness came from spending all that energy and just not being able to, to do anything and it was frustrating because I thought that was the gift I was given in, to help people mm -hmm. um, and then of course it was the radio station for me that I realized ultimately my gift which is now six years this week and wow. I found quote my voice and the voices of others and and uh, coming across such wonderful people like yourself who stepped into being no apologies, no explanation needed. You are who you are and you are divine and you're here for a purpose and you will not compromise who you are. And it's beautiful and it's celebrated. But what I do for myself now is, yes, I, for a while there I became very retreated from people. Basically, it was just virtual. I didn't <laughs> see people. Now I've stepped into an arena of people, but I'm dealing with pe people that will rise to my vibration right awesome. so i'm here you want to work with me collaborate with me celebrate with me let's do it but i'm not coming down there i'm not going to your anger i'm not going to your fear i'm going to the people that are saying i'm leaving that i want to go into another world and another realm i want to be i want to be and so i'm very happy to help people find their voice find their platform and become and be but what i do is the deep breath Obviously, the breathing is really, really important. Mm -hmm. I love silence, but I'm never silent. My head is constantly going, never, never stops. It's making movies all the time. So at the end of the day, the computer goes off and I watch TV. And a lot of people say, well, how can you watch TV? How can you do that? I watch it because it takes me off, my mm -hmm. mind off there. Completely gone, right? I do not have to hear my mind. It's busy. And then my soul and my psyche and everything else can now calm down. 
and it's always worked for me if I've been really upset really at the end of my tether really stressed out watching something that removes me from me then allows everything else to settle down and that and because physically I have challenges so I can't go and work out do the gym just go and do that I have the physical challenges against me but the mental challenges are the ones that if I don't switch off then then I'm going to be in trouble so mm -hmm. that's my way of switching off and of course music I'm history of depression headphones on on YouTube on something listening to music and it re and it's interesting because I had somebody on who does galactic speak and she oh. speaks and channels you know um, universal language and you have no idea what she's saying she doesn't know what she's saying so the head can't interfere with it and argue with it right because it doesn't understand it and it goes into your psyche resets your dna and i've had no depressive episodes since i did that with her and the one thing i realized the galactic speak frequency even what she was saying and along with the music frequency is what resets us so music and the vibration of music that's why we look to the drums or the flutes or the this or that it gets in there and it resets us, doesn't it? Taking us on a more fluid frequency and a less of a static one and calms us down. So yes. this is what works for me. That's beautiful. I love that. And, and I used to very frequently, I also speak the language of light and I can speak that at any time. I don't have to get into some altered state. It's always yes. there. And I've done a lot of activations that I've kind of put on the back burner for a while. And I don't even know why, but I used to do them. Uh, and I occasionally still do them in my, my retreats. And I used to do them on I when I had my own radio show and things of that nature. And that is the most profound thing. I would agree with you. I'm glad that you found that because when you're speaking that language the frequency it does the healing yes. and it's on purpose when we have no words our mind right. can't figure it out so it doesn't know what to do with it ego gets out of it <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly so it's a that's a that's a beautiful thing i think that's very awesome yeah I'm, I'm, maybe i'll start doing that again because you I'm just really refresh yeah, that um, it's um and it, it's really funny isn't it too is that you know the old terminology you know when you're ready to learn the teacher will come and yeah. i think it's you know when you are in your awareness of life and you're at a certain stage and you've gone so far and you need something else now all of a sudden you get introduced to someone and it's so uncanny i mean i'm I'm being selfish here. This radio station has been great therapy for me. <laughs> all that I've met along the line. I've done close to a thousand shows in six years. And the people wow. that I've met along the line have truly, you know, helped rebuild me, most certainly. And, uh, and certainly also made me feel I am not alone in who I yeah. am and what I'm doing, which for a long time I felt completely isolated. And I think that's very important, isn't it? We talked about the people around you. And you're always going to get somebody, hell on damnation, you know, is going to try as you're stepping into being. Um, and they haven't quite got the message yet, you know, that you are already a part of God. You are already a part of that energy. The universe made us and that the universe this the god energy and we are a part of that so we just have to tap into it just have to channel it and you're going to get people who maybe disagree with that and there's some people you may have to say goodbye to and then when you open up to other people it is not what they're saying it's the vibration in which they're saying it in that you want mm -hmm. to connect with 
That is, that's absolutely so accurate. I always tell people when I, like when I do retreats, I tell people the words are here for entertainment. It's the frequency, it's yes. the energy that's creating the shift and your willingness to be with that is where all of the, the radical transformations that occur, yeah. occur from. And, you know, we use words to entertain ourselves. And when we yeah. do the language of light, of course, we don't even get the words and then our ego gets a little whatever, but, yeah. uh, but that's okay because it's even more profound. The, the shift so yeah I, see it in the intent I, of tone isn't it yeah the frequency yeah and and i'm with you because when i do retreats or coaching or any of that stuff it for me sometimes i i honestly sarah i go i'm just so grateful i get to be paid yeah to teach myself i can yes. say to do you know to to let it come out of me i mean i never have any idea what i'm going to say it just right. happens just You're like with you because yeah exactly because it's that's who we are yes. that's what we do we're knowing and, this yeah and and that is that is just it's so beautiful and i love the fact that you are who you are and the the gift that you've given all of these people is just profound and and you have found your way through your labyrinth of mm -hmm. your your own physical things that have gone on and as you know i've had a few of my own most recently getting a pacemaker in of we go and and having all of these other things occur these are physical things yes. that create us expanding from yes. my viewpoint they're yeah. not to make us smaller no. it's another thing on the resume of life it's like whoa i got through that i got through yeah. that i made this i grew from that look what i learned from this it's like an exciting adventure i never know when i wake up in the morning what is this day and i always say what adventure do you have in store for me today Right. Because it's if, if if we really can approach life that way, then we see that the doing is really the being. And there's really yes. no difference between the two. It's just that there's a set point inside of yeah. us that shifts to recognizing that we are being who we really are. And while we're being that, the hands might be moving, the mind might be, you know, doing whatever, but we are one with and there's no separation between those two. No. The thing is, when you step into being and you're now doing from that being place, everything you do is done in such a beautiful vibration, it becomes more inspirational, more invitational. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, this, we've done many shows and on Channeling um, Ascensions this week, we have a show on our relationship with money, you know, especially channeling and spirituality there's still the stigma that if you were this kind of person you should do it for the love and and if you get paid for it it's against the energy no we have these human vessels folks that need to be housed and fed and looked after and we have every right to take care of that um and that there is there is none of that uh, somebody else created that uh, vision of it. it took me a while to step into that though took me a long while to step into that and I think when you step into being and you are and you're channeling and then that knowingness and sharing that divine energy and your musical instrument for the world to hear um, you are going to attract so much more in your business life in your personal life in your love life you know in in everything that you do is going to be so much more abundant because you are being true to who you are and you're resonating on such a beautiful vibration that it invites those people who are resonating on that vibration too to become a part of that orchestra. 
Yes, and and when we had spoken off camera the a week or two or three weeks, whenever that was ago, and and we spoke about this, and it was it, you were very supportive for me actually in that moment because as I had shared with you, I had kind of gone into more of a business modality with where my husband wanted me to be rather than really yes. speaking all of these yes. spiritual things, yes. which I used to be. I mean, I was like a spiritual teacher, so to speak, for 30 years. And then it was like, okay, now I need to maybe work with CEOs and business people mm -hmm. and all of that. But my heart was never there. Yeah. And, and then being here with you today just really revives what I do in my retreats. But in the outer world, so to speak, yes. I, I've presented myself differently. And I feel at home and I'm yes. so grateful. You know, I'm, I'm you, grateful. You are what you are. Be what you are because you are enough. You don't yeah. have to be somebody else's expectation of what you should be. It's like, right. you know, when, you, when you've got a musician that has an instrument, that instrument and that musician are one. For somebody now to say to someone who's playing the blues or jazz, I now want you to play punk rock with that instrument. It is, you can't, you know, right. it's, you're asking them to change a channel that is completely on a different frequency. You must honor your own instrument and be what you are meant to be because that is what you're here for and not let somebody else dictate what that path is only you know what the path is because only you can see it and feel it and and that's very very true and one of the things that comes up for many people that i work with is as well if i am who i am and the money doesn't come fast enough or right. at all, then it, it must be that it was not meant to be. I never thought that. I knew, yeah. I've known forever. I mean, I've been doing this for a really long time. And what I did is I, and this happens sometime, maybe we'll talk about relationships because I do a lot of stuff with relationships. Another show. And I gave myself away. Yeah, another yes. show. I'd love that. <laughs> uh, another whole thing is on how uh, we give ourselves away in relationship. Yes. And, and, and that's a really big thing for people they lose themselves and especially if you're a giver to pay attention to yes especially yeah, if yeah. You're a giver. we want everybody to be happy yeah too. you know we, we, we come, come join my frequency let, let me pull you up you know like, oh yeah. yeah yes i know that one very very well we yes we'll have yeah. to do a show on that for sure yes. um now i know you've got a retreat coming up and uh, you do so much so just start telling everybody what you offer them when the retreat is coming up, how they can get a hold of you and how they can be helped by you in moving forward in their own life. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to speak to you all about that. Uh, my, I'll just start with my website because it's my name. It's isatis at isatis com and it's in, it should be in the writing there, but I'll, I'll quickly Please spell my name. It's, it's E-S-A-T, like in Tom, E-Y-S, like in stupendous, isatis at isatis.com. That's my website. So there's a lot of information there. But I do, uh, I do spiritual and 
any kind of coaching. I'm a, I'm a specialist with mindset and with relationships. And the, I've done spiritual coaching for so many years that even when somebody thinks they're coming to me for something else, mm-hmm. there's always the core foundation yes. of what's really going on. That yep. just happens. And I do uh, retreats. Retreats. I'm doing one here in the Portland, Oregon area on April 20, 21, 22 of 2018 here. I'm doing one in California in the San Jose, Saratoga uh, area. It's right near San Francisco. And that is in June, I believe around the 15th, but it should say so on the page. And if anybody would like to uh, go to my YouTube channel, you could do that as well. Just search for Issa Tees. And I have a Facebook page, Wake Up With E!, and it's you can find me around town, so to speak. Right. I am pretty much everywhere. And I would love to be supportive to anyone who is interested in taking their spirituality, their life, their connection, their awareness, their awakening to a whole new level. And that would include money and anything else. And I'm in amazing gratitude for you, Sarah. You just oh, you've you. been such a gift in my life, and I feel blessed to have you here with me to be able to speak to people, to share my heart, to hear your wisdom, and to help other people recognize that it's in them. There's nothing that we're saying that isn't in other people's no. you know, and, DNA and, and their service. We've taken the journey. This is the thing is, is that we, you know, I would say I, I celebrate ordinary people who have had extraordinary journeys. You know, yes. and, and that's the thing. We, you know, we're ordinary people. We started out like most people did. It's just that we took the journey. And what we're trying to do is make other people's journeys smoother than the one yes. we have. Right? Because yes. know, by our knowledge, you know, our inspiration, our uh, um, knowingness, you know, we can help you get to where you need to go faster without having it to be such a rocky road. Yes. And because we need everybody to step into that higher frequency, the world, the universe, everybody yeah. needs it. So it really this is does. the reason why we're here. We're here to help people to embrace their beautiful divine presence. And everybody has a beautiful divine presence in them. They just need to allow it, don't they? Yes, they do. That is really, they be with whom yes. it is that they truly are. Right. Yes, as Popeye says, I am what I am. You know, it's just (laughs) love who you are. Please do not measure yourself by somebody else. You know, that's who they are. As what's that uh, terminology? Be yourself. Everyone else is taken. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) (laughs) And you are enough. You're here for a reason. You have a gift to participate with. And when you step into your meaningful purpose, that's really truly where you actually understand why you're here. Yes. It's been a delight having you here. And yes, you're coming back. We're going to do another show for sure. And um, probably even on Channeling Ascensions with Christina Hill, because I know she's going to love you. Um, And uh, we will talk about all sorts of other things, but certainly relationships. And, you know, when people talk about relationships, they automatically go to girl, guy, you know, love relationships. You cannot step into a love relationship until you first found love within self. And that goes to every single relationship you have on every level. 
It's absolutely true. You, it always starts with love of self. Mm -hmm. This is the this is the first relationship, and everything comes out from there. So the transformations that occur at retreats, working, and all the spiritual work that you and others like us do, always starts from here, and it, it's key because yes. we are the source creator of life. You know, yep. we are the co-creators of creating. Yes what it is that we experience. So we have to start here. It's never going to come from over there. It no. will never, never come from over there. So in here is where the number one focus is. Yeah. And you know, to also to remember, we're here with knowledge and guidance. We can fill your backpack of knowledge to take on your journey of life, but we're not here to walk it for you. Yep. You have to be willing to step up into your own life, participate in your own life, embrace your own life, the good, the bad, the beautiful, the ugly, the imperfect, the perfect, whatever. It's all beautiful. Step into that, own that, and with all the knowledge and love and support from us, you'll be able to walk forward on your path prepared. Ah, beautifully put. Beautiful. Wonderful having you here for this hour. Really enjoyed it. Looking forward to next time for sure. Me too. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I really am. And I thank you. And I thank all of you that are listening. And hopefully I'll get to meet some of you. Would yes. Be awesome. Yes. Well, that's, uh, there's, there's a lot of things coming up. We have a new book on self-discovery with participants from, uh, from our um, radio guests. And uh, there will be other things happening in the next year or two that's just going to expand that because with such wonderful, beautiful wisdom like that, it's not yes. just meant to be, you know, one little show and that's it. No, we've got a library here. Come and visit our library and be inspired. So we've got to yes. expand on that. So. I've already told so many people and I'm, of course, going to send this out to my home mailing list and I was telling somebody that I was going to be recording she said uh, well can't you can't I be on there and I said I'll send you the link yes of course <laughs> and so she had she had uh, not been familiar with this station so I'm going to let everybody know about your oh station. thank you thank you very Beautiful. thank you very much and as I said definitely got to have you back most certainly um I love the way you honor yourself and honor everyone else and uh, you know as pre-discussed please be you we need you, not what somebody else expects from you, but you in your beautiful divine presence. You shine bright, keep shining. We need that. So be it. I <laughs> <laughs> remember folks, you two are also a beautiful light that we need. So don't be afraid to step into your own light. We need it even, you know, the darkness needs the light and the light needs the darkness. Everything is about that. And that's yet another show. So until next time, folks, bye for now. Thank you.